1: okay rapid fire Mr. Stys here we go question number one this weekend of college
2: football was blank uh, this weekend of college football was fun I, I, you know it, it, it was it, it was the start of the season we talked about this early it's the it's just the the kickoff of, of all kind of football I know high school football started a couple of weeks ago but you know to me this is the true start of the season and it was fun it was fun watching you know, Iowa not score a touchdown, but beat a team like <laughs> seven to five. It was it was fun watching Cincinnati go into Arkansas and play a really good team after losing a lot of guys last year to the NFL. And, you know, Luke Fickle having his guys ready to play. And, you know, KJ Jefferson for Arkansas is a really good quarterback. And, you know, there was just a lot of fun games to watch watching Utah, you know, go into Florida. I think Florida's got some good, you know, presence. I think they're kind of sticking their foot in the ground of being good again, too. And, that doesn't take anything away from Utah because that was just a really good, fun game. Um, and then, yeah, it, it was just—it was exciting. It was fun. It was everything that football should really be. So I, I'm really happy with uh, how things turned out. Obviously, I wanted Notre Dame to win, and we talked about this. I think the part that hurts the most is, you know, when you have a shot at winning and and you and you lose, that's right. more hurtful than right. getting blown out by 40 or 50 points. So no, no doubt. I love, I love that college football was back and, and yeah, it was just a fun, fun weekend, having it all back Labor Day weekend. You get, you get time off, you get to watch a bunch of football and uh, yeah, I think it's, it's just overall the best time of the year.
1: You know, I'm, first of all, I'm going to steal Mike. I didn't, I haven't agreed with much that Mike has said over in the chat today, but I definitely agree with this, even though he spelled it wrong. Awesome is my fill-in-the-blank here. The college football <laughs> weekend was awesome. There was so much football to watch. There was so much to take in. And the best part about Labor Day weekend being the first ge- first weekend of games, you've got games on Saturday. You had a good game last night. You got another, I don't think it's gonna be a good game, but you got another game tonight between Clemson. You to see
2: what Clemson's about, though. Right.
1: Exactly. So you got Clemson, Georgia Tech. So there, there's still interest from our point of view, right? Because can DJ Ui turn into a decent quarterback? <laughs> you know, all, all of these different things, right? And I may or may not have a parlay on tonight's game. So hopefully right. it throws the ball around a little bit. But uh so I, th- th- the weekend was awesome. It was awesome. But yes, of course, as a Notre Dame fan, as a Notre Dame, as a person who follows Notre Dame, of course I wanted Notre Dame to win. And of course I was salty after the game on Saturday, <laughs> right? But overall, the weekend was awesome. It, it was just college football left and right. It was so much fun to watch. It was so much fun to be a part of. And as much as I disliked most of the people I interacted with on Saturday, you know, seeing the dotting of the eye at Ohio Stadium, being in that stadium and just being around a college football atmosphere was so cool. And I whenever I get the opportunity to do that, it's, it's fantastic. So it was a great weekend, man. It was a really good weekend. I just wish Notre Dame obviously would have pulled it off. I'm not going to lie. The outcome of last night's game definitely took a little bit of the sting off of Saturday night. I, I will be the first one to admit that. It felt good, even though there was a chance that they were going to win there at the end. But the fact that his best tight end he's ever seen as a freshman is the one that missed the block for the PAT block also made me pretty happy. And I bet Michael Mayer was pretty happy about that too, because I think he's got something to say about being the best freshman tight end that's ever played for Brian Kelly, but say lovey, they lost by a point. So I'm a pretty happy camper all around on that one.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed.
1: Your biggest surprise of the weekend in sports was
2: blank. You can go anywhere you want with this one. So this one was tough because I was I was camping a lot. I was <laughs> that's true in, in and out of being dialed into college football and sports and all of those things. So I think the biggest surprise to me, or you know, the thing that you know, the the, the the limited accessibility I had really was what Florida was able to kind of do with Utah. Um, And more specifically, what their quarterback, Anthony Richardson, uh, was kind of able to do as well, because there was a lot of questions about, you know, what would what what kind of quarterback play would Florida get? Would they be able to step up? You know, we've seen Florida not kind of be up and down, you know, record wise and kind of where they're finishing the last couple of years. So for them to to open up the season against a really good Utah team uh, was was the biggest surprise to me. I didn't I didn't think that they would win that game. I thought it would be a good game. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised, you know, with how their quarterback played and, and them overall winning that game. I think that's a really good win for them. Um, and, you know, I, I don't I don't have anything against Florida or, you know, their personal success. It's not like it's Miami or Florida State or, you know, it's programs like that. So, you know, seeing that happen, I, I was surprised and it was it was nice to see, you know, kind of those the, that like I said, that that quarterback kind of come come to age a little bit quicker than expected. So that was the biggest surprise for me this weekend.
1: So I'm going to count Friday as the weekend. So I guess I'm cheating here a little bit. But since I'm hosting, (laughs) I'm allowed to cheat. Brian does it all the time. So I'm going to cheat a little bit. And it's the expansion of the college football playoff. Like we were talking about that. We were talking about it months ago. And they like they poo-pooed it. They didn't vote. You know, it was they voted it down. It's like, oh, well, okay, I guess we're going to put that in our back pocket for a while. And then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, Oh, we got a college football play. Twelve team college football playoff. The exact format that uh, Swarbrick worked on, that he co-authored, and we might have it by twenty twenty four. It's like, what? Like, okay, all right. Like it. It and it was like almost in like the the uh, the classic Friday media dump where you just like if you don't want something to you know really catch on, you kind of do it like the Friday afternoon before the weekend, you know that kind of thing. It was like Friday afternoon. Somebody texts me. He's like, hey, what do you think about the college football playoff? I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? It's the first weekend of, of Labor Day. Like, I, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I, quick Google search it's like, holy crap, there's a 12-team playoff coming. Like, that shocked the crap out of me. I had no idea that that was coming. And uh, so that's my big surprise from the weekend that we're going to have a 12-team college football playoff here soon before my kid gets to college, which is crazy
2: talk
1: to me (laughs) yeah
2: it's i think the craziest part is like they're like boom 12 12 team uh playoff but it's like not implemented for you know several years so it's (laughs) like you just drop a big bombshell like that and then you just gotta wait you know x amount of years for that to go on i thought it was also funny that you saw a lot of people you know after what happened you know someone in the comments said well what about georgia and oregon was that a big surprise and I, you know, I've never, I've never been sold on Oregon and their whole coaching staff just left for Miami. So, you know, I didn't really think that the, that was too big of a deal. Like, yeah, by, you know, the point margin. But I think the funny part is, is like people were joking that that's kind of the matchup that you might get with a one, you know, a one versus potential 12 in the college football playoff. So I'm, uh, it, it never seems to be like, they never take the baby steps. It's like four team bang all the way to like a 12 team. Like what happens to maybe an eight or, you know, kind of an intermediate step. So, there's just a lot of things to kind of work out, but like I said, we're not going to see it for like three or four years. So it's like, right? it's a big bombshell just to kind of tease everyone for the, for the upcoming years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I will also say Mike's said, I brought him up a couple of times. He says, I think we all knew it was going to 12 teams. They have to, it's not that I didn't think it was going to happen someday. It's the fact that it happened on Friday out of nowhere. Like that's why it was a surprise. Yeah. I thought it was going to happen eventually, But the fact that they voted it down whenever that was, whenever they were talking about it last, they voted it down. I was like, oh, well, they're not going to worry about it for a while. And then all of a sudden, boom, we got it. And it's going to be here in two years. Like, oh, okay, let's go. Let's roll with a 12-teamer. All right. Scale of 1 to 10. How surprised were you that we did not see Tobias Merriweather in the game Saturday night? Didn't get one play in. How surprised? 1 to 10.
2: You know, on a scale of one to ten, I, I would put put it up there at like a six or seven, mildly kind of surprised, but it doesn't. It, it fits into you know what Notre Dame's game plan was, and that was a lot of like like we were talking about two tight end personnel trying to establish the run, and that kind of situation. Uh, and, and you know, they're obviously limited at wide receiver, but when you when you have a guy who you're not necessarily sure if he's ready yet, and you know, you're not running a ton of kind of wide receiver oriented. You know, play design, I think it makes sense that he didn't get in there a lot. I think that his play and production is going to be a product of what the game plan is for that week. Are they going to have to, are they looking to, you know, exploit some safeties and let their wide receivers go a little bit? Or are they going to try to establish the run game a little bit? And, you know, the times they did pass, it was obvious that they were more comfortable with the inexperienced Salerno in the game, you know, to, to potentially not make the big mistakes that they were trying to avoid. But yeah, it kind of came back to bite him because Salerno had a costly, you know, offensive pass interference pass interference call. So I am a little shocked that he wasn't on the field. I think personally, I know he might not be ready, but you know, you got to <laughs> I'm a fan of getting your your best athletes on the field. Absolutely. Because there's no there's no way of getting them experience without giving them experience. You right. just when you when when you're kind of struggling at the position group and you know that that's going to kind of be a weakness, why not get these guys ready? early, you know, by the time next year comes around, he's going to be maybe the best wide receiver in the, in the room at that point. So I'm shocked that they didn't get him out there, but I think we're going to see more of a you know, based on game plan and him getting more comfortable with the system, but I'd like to see him now, just because of what yeah. I was talking, I'd like my most talented players to be out there, especially if you know that that's going to be kind of your weaker spot, just get them the experience now so that, that you know, by the time they're a sophomore or a junior, they're just ready to kind of take over by that point.
1: Well, and we know Wilkins and Colsey weren't 100% with injury. And so with those guys also being out, it just felt like it was a prime time to get Merriweather in there. And yes, Marcus Freeman did say during the, the – he kind of hemmed and hawed about it. He said it was either a hamstring or a knee. Like he didn't really – say specifically what the issue was with Merriweather it felt like a bit of a smokescreen to me but you're right you you get the best players on the field there's a reason I put you in at tight end
2: okay you got to get your best
1: <laughs> athletes on the field
2: made a great catch too
1: I have it on film you, you <laughs> get your best athletes on the field Jesse Stiers that's all there is to it so, uh, but I agree it's like a 10 for me I was shocked because a lot of the video that I had seen are, you know. Or the, the, what we heard coming out of camp, the the practices that we saw that I put on video is what I was referring to. He was involved. like He was getting reps with the ones, and that told me he was going to get reps at Ohio State, and right. he didn't. I understand your point that it wasn't really necessarily in the game plan. The wide receivers clearly... We're not targeted all that much. I think they were targeted like eight times the entire night.
2: Yeah, then Mayer took about 50% of those. Yes,
1: yeah. and Mayor, Mayer was targeted eight times, and then the wide receivers as a whole were targeted eight times. So it's okay. like, okay, so I get it. Maybe you know, since you weren't really throwing the ball around, you didn't need him in the game. Okay.
2: But I want to add another point though, too. All right. What do you got? When, no, like when you're when you're doing what Nerd Dame was trying to do in this game, and that's establish the run game you know, make make Ohio State commit to the box Uh, when you're loading in two tight ends and you have a running quarterback with RPO, it's it gives you that chance for one on one matchups. And with a young quarterback, that's what you dream of is one on one matchups. You don't have to worry about a safety coming over the top or anything like that. So if that's what you're looking for to establish the run game right. and you want to work off getting one on one matchups, why not put your big framed fast wide receiver on the field to just beat someone one on one, throw it up to him like that's what this offense needs is like a chase Claypool, a Michael Floyd type wide receiver. Who's just going to go up and and just kind of take away some of Buckner's inability sometime in the passing game. Because when you're an athlete like that, you could just, just throw it up, like put it up, just put it up and let the, the freak athleticism of Merriweather go get the ball. And so that's what I was upset with is like, if you, if you're building on these opportunities to get one-on-one matchups, then let your best athletes go out there and try to win those one-on-one matchups. So that's where I'm frustrated at, uh, you know, on, on, you know, Merriweather and kind of the combination of how the game went. You can't tell me that Salerno was going to be your best matchup and one-on-one coverage. Like he's not your best athlete. He's a, he's a good story. And he's, you know, earned his spot on the team, but it's his spot. You know, there's other situations where a guy like Merriweather would be the better choice in my opinion, but You know, hopefully that's what we kind of see going forward. Hopefully this was just a very product of, you know, the opponent first game of the season and and that kind of thing. So we shall see. All right. Let's turn the page to the professional ranks. Let's talk
1: a little NFL. This is our last weekend without any NFL, without the actual regular season starting. I believe things get kicked off on Thursday night. Yeah.
2: Three nights away.
1: Yeah. Things get kicked off Thursday night. That's when the NFL kicks off. I know a lot of people in the chat are also NFL fans. This is this is our rapid fire section, so anything is possible. So we're going to talk a little NFL. We're going to do some preseason picks, Jesse. So we're going to we're not going to fly through them necessarily, but you know, a little bit of analysis here and there. But I want to <laughs> get your division winners, your two wild cards from each um, from each conference, and then I want your Super Bowl participants and a winner. Okay? So that's okay. where we're going to go. We'll go back and forth. So what we'll do, I'll pick a division, you give me your winner, I'll give you mine, and we'll kind of go that direction. Does that sound good? Yeah, it sounds perfect. Alright, here we go, my man. We're going to start off and help if I had the right thing pulled up. Here we go. We're going to start off in the AFC. We'll go alphabetical order. So AFC East, who is your winner of the AFC East?
2: Uh, I think there's no doubt that it's the Bills. I like what Josh Allen is as a quarterback. Uh, I think he's just, he's just just he's just a beast. He's 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 a, a a Patrick Mahomes type quarterback, maybe not, you know, quite. It's like one A and one B. I I just along with the defense that they've put together, the coaching staff that, you know, who Scott McDermott running that team. I just there's I don't think that the the Patriots are ready to catch them yet.
1: No, I don't think so either. And I, it felt like the Bills had a great opportunity last year. They just barely you know missed going to the Super Bowl last year. I like the Bills here as well, and uh, I don't think it's going to be all that close. To be honest with you. All right, AFC North. Who you got?
2: AFC North. This is tough. Uh, to me, it comes down to the Bengals and the Ravens. I don't know if I'm completely sold on like you know the Bengals doing it um, again, but the Ravens didn't really do anything to kind of help themselves offensively wise, or you know helping out kind of Lamar Jackson. It kind of seems like a lot of a one man show over there. I think the Bengals have a better defense. Uh, so for that reason, I am going to go with the Bengals over okay. the
1: Ravens. All right. Well, I'm going the opposite direction, and I am going to go with the Ravens. I'm sure that I'll get bit in the butt on this one, but I <laughs> I need to see the Bengals be more than just one year. You know what I mean? Like,
2: Right. That's, that's what's hindering me too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'll go with a little bit more of the proven commodity in the Ravens on this one, but your point is valid. So that's our first disagreement. I like it.
2: All right. <laughs>
1: AFC South.
2: Uh, this not a great division, um, kind of bored, like the Titans play good football, but it's, it's just mainly built on good defense, running the ball. Tannehill's really nothing special. Um, I, you know, I really like the Colts to win, to win this division this year. I like Jonathan Taylor is a beast. I don't think he'll have quite, you know, the season he did last year, but like, that's hard to do that back to back years. I still think he'll have a good year. I think Matt Ryan, an experienced quarterback is a pickup. Yeah. From Wentz, they have a good wide receiver room. Uh, you know with Pittman and oh man there's a, there's a couple there's another guy I know I should think of who the name is and then their defense is just really stout so I just think offensively they can do more than what the Titans can Derrick Henry's getting old he you know you saw the injuries kind of last year he's going into you know any running back that's nearing 30 in the NFL is that's not a good sign so I'm gonna go with the Colts
1: okay and for everything that you just said I'm also gonna go with the Colts I don't think they're gonna have the breakdowns that they did last year at the end of the season they had everything it's you know lined up for them to win the division last year and they blew it and i think that the titans are going to take a step back while where the colts are going to take a step forward i think that i think it's going to kind of you know get they're going to separate themselves a little bit here this year i think and i think this is going to be a revitalized matt ryan he actually has a team around him he's got a pretty decent offensive line our boy Danny Pinner is going to be starting at guard.
2: The, the Colts have a, a very good offensive line. I, I,
1: and they got a great run game, so he doesn't have to be the team. You know what I mean? So right. I, I think this is going to be a great season for the Colts, if I'm being honest. So Yeah, they're going to
2: have a very solid year. I don't think they're going to yeah. wow you in a lot, but they're just going to play good, solid football. I think they're going to win a Which lot is, of games, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, good, solid football, You know, being able to run the ball, yeah. good defense, that, that's going to win you a lot of games in the NFL.
1: Absolutely. All right. Uh, AFC... West. This I'm is glad you saved this one
2: for last. I know. I know. This is this is gonna be the hardest division in the AFC. And this is hard because it's I, I I think, man, any of these teams could really win the division, considering you know, Derek Carr is a very good quarterback. If you look at his stats, and then you add a guy like Devontae Adams. Um, the Broncos obviously picked up you know Russell Wilson, so they address kind of their concerns already with a pretty good defense. The Chiefs just have, you know, the guy named Patrick Mahomes, and
0: yeah, you we got know.
2: Kelsey he's still kind of tearing it up, and then we've got the young Chargers. You know, Herbert is just an animal himself. Um, they, you know, they have some maybe some questions at wide receiver of who's going to be the guy. I really don't know who's going to win this division. I want to say the Chiefs, but I just don't think they're going to do it again this year. I'm going to go with the Broncos. I think Ooh. I. I <laughs> I think with Russell Wilson combined, they have a really good deep. Like their defense last year was good, and and you put in a guy like Russell Wilson into that offense, they have good wide receive, young wide receivers. Jerry Judy's gonna have a guy who can throw him the ball. You know, uh, Cortland Sutton's gonna have a guy who can throw him the ball. They have good tight ends as well. I just, as much as I don't like the Broncos or Russell Wilson, I, I think that they're gonna, <laughs> they're just gonna have a, a a better product. So I'm I'm gonna okay. go with the Broncos. I think. You know, kind of, we'll get back to this, but I think the other two AFC wildcard teams are going to come for that division as well.
1: Oh, wow. All right. So almost the entire division's coming to the playoffs. I like this. Yes. That. Yes. Okay. So this one was, I, I mean, you said it. This one was the hardest one to pick. I, I still think the Chargers have the one of the best rosters in the NFL. And, you know, if you just go position group by position group, I feel like they will trump most of the AFC, which is scary. And I think that Herbert is finally kind of coming into his own. I think he's ready to kind of take that next step, kind of put his team on his shoulders, you know, make some waves in the playoffs. I've got the Chargers winning the West and it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see how things go because there's a lot of talent out West, but I also think, and this is kind of foreboding for my wild card picks. I think they're going to beat up on each other too, which I think can hurt them in the long run. Yeah. Three.
2: Having to play, you know, the, six teams you right. play six games with the same right. it takes a toll on you and yeah yes. you're going to beat up on each other absolutely all right so let's move over to
1: the NFC who is your east champion i know where your heart lies but what does your brain say
2: <laughs> uh this one's really hard i cowboys since 1990 what 1995 or 6 i can't remember what it was were one, one of those been, years were you even born 96 so like right around the time i was born they they <laughs> haven't put together back to back uh, double digit win seasons oh since God. that time, and so you know, last year they won 11 games. This year, obviously, would mean that streak. And then, you know, they also haven't won the division. I think the the NFC East hasn't won, been won back to back years in a really long time as well. The Cowboys are hurting an offensive line. They just went out and signed Jason Peters at tackle, but he's 40 years old. Uh, they're 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 crippled at wide receiver. Michael Gallup will be back at some point, but. You know, he's coming off an ACL tear to end his season last year. I just think the Eagles did more in the offseason with adding a lot of defensive talent. I, I think they, they, they had a better offseason. Um, they addressed their issues. The Cowboys were set on, you know, not really doing a lot in free agency and relying on their draft picks. And, you know, some guys have gotten hurt, and that's, that's come back to bite them. So I think that division comes down to the last week, but I think the Eagles are going to sneak it out uh, by a game or a half a game.
1: You're just an an Ian Book fan. That's your problem. (laughs) You caught me. No, so... I, you know what? And I don't know if it's just because I feel bad for your dad right now or what. But
2: I, did. I told him he doesn't need to watch any Cowboys if he's having, you know, if he's having heart problems. Yeah. I was like, that's the last thing is the stress you need is watching Cowboys games. I said, maybe you should take a break for the first month and not watch them.
1: Oh, man. I don't know that I've ever picked the Cowboys. So maybe that'll be a good thing for you guys. And uh, <laughs> so I did pick the Cowboys out of the East. I agree with you that I think the Eagles did a lot to help themselves.
2: And AJ Brown, I forgot yeah, about that.
1: No, you're absolutely right. I, it, It's going to be interesting. I don't know why. Call it a gut feeling. I'm going with the Cowboys. All right. I
2: Both. need to address something from Jonathan Gabrick here. You know, okay. I've been letting some stray bullets go, but the Cowboys defense sucks <laughs> is a big statement to be thrown out there. They have a potential defensive player of the year. They should have had, you know, he was the clear defensive rookie of the year last year. I, you could have made the contention that no one in football can do what he does, given that he can, he can rush the quarterback. He can fit holes in the run game. He can cover just about any, anyone in coverage. He still runs about a four, four, you know, my, the, they got lucky. He makes up for a lot of their uh, deficiencies on defense, but they suck two years ago. They don't suck now. Okay. <laughs> Stay, Travion Diggs gives up yards. I'll take, I'll take turnovers, giving the offense another possession. That's fine. You know, I, I, I'll, I'm just gonna end there because we could. There you go. <laughs> we talk about the Cowboys. You're getting passionate, get it. <laughs> man. It's coming. <laughs> some layers will come un- un- unraveled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're an onion, Diers. That's all <laughs> there is to it. Okay, let's move over to the NFC North, where there's a lot of mediocre football, in my opinion. But who is going to rise out of the North?
2: <sighs> this is yeah. Like, where do you? Like, the Lions are. Lions are almost there. I think they, if well, they're starting to prove themselves. I'll give you that. I think the Lions will have a better season than the Bears will, and that's maybe I an. Insult. I don't know if that's setting the bar very high, but all right. <laughs> I I think that uh, I think think that the Packers will find a way to win the division yet again. You know, you have a back to back MVP guy. I've heard good things about their defense. You know, coming out of camp, I don't. I'm not a big believer in Kirk Cousins. I know they have some good pieces with Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. Um, but I think it goes Packers, Packers, Lions, Vikings, Bears. Um, but, yeah, I, I think you'll see a really a, a solid Lions team this year. I think they're right on the verge of kind of breaking out of that shell. But, yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Packers.
1: Okay. I will never choose the Packers, but I <laughs> do feel – I just don't know who, who you know, Rogers is going to throw the ball to. And I know he can make people better because he's a good quarterback and all of those right. different things.
2: You just got to see it happen first.
1: I need to see it, and I'm, I'm not – I don't want to see it, obviously, uh, as a Bears fan. Of course, I'm not picking the Bears, and I can't for the life of me pick the Lions. So process of elimination, (laughs) I've got to go with the Vikings on this one. I I just, will the Lions be better than the Bears? Okay, I can be on board with that. But again, that doesn't say a whole lot to me. Uh, I I think the Vikings are going to take the division. I I don't think the Packers are going to be much further behind, but I think the Vikings will get it in the end. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens on that one. All right let's go someplace that I don't have a dog in the fight <laughs> let's go this is this might be the easiest
2: one the NFC south um you know this is it is easy but the Bucks have been kind of having a lot of preseason <laughs> you know Brady was gone for 10 to 11 days their offensive line is taking some big hits um you know I, I I'm gonna pick the Buccaneers just because they have Tom Brady. Um, but I guess I just wouldn't – don't be surprised if we see those NFs, the Falcons, Panthers, Saints, be obviously better than what they were last year. I don't think they're going to be like, you know, super contenders, but they're going to be better. I don't think they're going to be as bad as last year, especially the Falcons. Um, Anxious to see what Baker looks like with the Panthers. And then, you know, Jameis Winston, A lot. Of, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, who would your dark horse candidate be for MVP or a guy that, you know, might not know what not a lot of people are thinking of. I, I, if Jameis could, to, can limit his interceptions, uh, I think that he could have a, a really good season. That's uh, the key, though. Yeah, that, that is, is the key. <laughs> it's a big if when you're playing quarterback. I don't know if
1: there's any MVP that's ever won- thrown 30 interceptions in <laughs> season, so right. I don't know how I feel But yeah, at the way. end of the
2: day, I'm going to go the Buccaneers. I just don't think the division will be as bad as it was last year.
1: All right, I'll keep it simple. I'm going with the Buccaneers as well. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of competition. I think they win it going away
2: all right nfc west who you got coming out of the west uh the rams yeah just they're returning too much they looked like a well-oiled machine last year there's the kyler murray drama is just too much for me trey lance's first year starter and the seahawks just really don't have a quarterback <laughs> yeah. so right. I'm, I'm gonna go with the rams
1: yep could not agree more okay here's where it's gonna get interesting afc wild card who do you got
2: uh, AFC wildcard for me is comes down to three teams, and it's going to be the Patriots, oh. um, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that the Chargers will definitely get one of those spots, and I think the Chiefs will, will get the other one. And over the Patriots, Patriots are in yeah. a little bit easier of a division like we talked about, yeah. which bodes well for their overall record. And then obviously you have – you know, great coach, but I just think that the Chiefs are more talented and will sneak it out uh, in the last couple of weeks of the season.
1: Well, you picked uh, the Ravens, right? In the, I picked the Ravens in the North. You picked the Bengals. We yep. we, we flipped it. I, I've got the Bengals in the wild card, and I've got the Chiefs in the wild card. Nice. So I think we may have ended up with the same actual playoff teams, just different ways of getting in. So right? Chiefs, Bengals are my wild card's. The NFC Wild Card
2: situation. Where are you going here? Um, I don't, I don't foresee another team really coming out of the North. I think you know one team will come out of there. I think one team comes out of the South. So to me, it comes down to the East and the West. I think the Cowboys will take one of those playoff spots, um, and then I think the other one will come down to the Cardinals and Niners, and more than likely uh come come down to the cardinals i don't think that uh the niners are quite gonna do it yet with you know a first year quarterback so i'll go cowboys um and cardinals as my wild card teams
1: all right and i will also take the cardinals as one of my wild card picks but my next one as much as it pains me i they're coming out of the north and it'll be the pack and they will most likely lose that first round game because they're real good at doing that (laughs) <laughs> but and it'll probably be somehow – it'll, somehow it'll be a home game. I, I You know, something will happen. Like another stadium will get blown up, and it'll be a home game for them, and they'll lose, which is even better. But uh, I've got the Packers and the Cardinals as a wild card teams for me. All right. Who's in the Super
2: Bowl? Who wins? Oh, boy. Oh, man, 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 man. The Super Bowl will come down to the Buffalo Bills. I'd like yes. to the- – I think it's the Bills year. They were just there yep. last year. Yep. They, they, you know, they got screwed by not being able to touch the ball in overtime, which is ludicrous in my opinion. Um, and then in the NFC, this is you know, I think it comes down to the Rams and the Rams. I you know <laughs> the like, Rams and the Rams. Just looking at paper right now, yeah. No one from the north and the south, like I said, really is like, wow, that team's pressing for a Super Bowl. And I want to say, you know, the heart in me wants to say the Cowboys because I know they have a lot of talent, but they just never really follow through with their talent. Like someone brought up the penalties and the coaching. And that's the hardest part is they just never seem to kind of with all the talent they have to put things together. So to me, it's going to be the Bills and the Rams. But hopefully, you know, the Cowboys can make a run there towards the end.
1: Who's hosting the trophy? The Bills. I I, I have the exact same matchup. I have Bills and Rams. The bills are host hoisting I, that bad boy. And I also have the bills winning it. I think this could be their year. So it's hard
2: to win anything back to back. It, it is. is. And it's very I'm, difficult. I think it's, you know, you see the grind of the season, especially at the NFL level. Um, the bills were just like one play away last year. And I, I just think that, you know, they added pieces on defense. They yeah. have the better, one of the better defenses, you know, like the Rams do. And Josh Allen is just a stud. He,
1: yeah.
2: He's, I don't know how else to put it. He's, He's very mobile. He's hard to bring down. He's got a laser arm. He makes good decisions. I, it's a really good quarterback.
1: Yep, I agree completely. And I just feel like the Bills were right there on the doorstep, and they they're going to want it. They're going to be hungry for it, and I think they're going to win it. And there's just going to be a lot of broken tables around the country. <laughs> so there it is.
2: Broken shoulders, broken arms.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of broken. A lot of, a lot of broken. You name so, it. All right, Jess. Thanks for hopping on on a Labor Day. I really appreciate it. Uh, unknown as to whether we will have a show tomorrow or not, we will let you guys know. We will keep you posted on in the Twitterverse as to whether there will be uh, an IB Nation sports talk show tomorrow. But uh, we shall see. But you know what? We gave you a little extra today. We you gave you an extra 21 minutes today. So uh, we, got, we gave you some overtime. <laughs> so that should be good. That should hold you over, depending. We will definitely have a show on Wednesday. Brian is going to join me. We are going to do a uh, open mailbag and Brian is going to participate. So we are going to have a Wednesday night free for all mailbag on Wednesday. So make sure you tune in at six o'clock. And of course, tomorrow uh, Brian and the guys will have a show at one o'clock. So make sure you tune into that as well. So, Oh, we do have a couple super chats. I do need to get to before we get out of here, Garth Cassidy. Thank you so much for the super chat. He says, when Jarrett Patterson is back fully healthy, I'm putting back at center. Because what I saw on Saturday night, Zeke Carell ain't it. I disagree, but we'll <laughs> wait and see. Garth, we'll wait and see. And then Bobby Bobby Ray. Bobby Bobby Ray. Thank nope. you, brother.
2: No appreciate comment, it. just the 20 just the
1: tw- Yeah, Hey, man, and we will take it, <laughs> and we will enjoy it, and I appreciate it, Bobby. Thanks for tuning in with us tonight. It, uh, tonight was a lot of fun, Jess, so thanks a lot uh, for joining me. I hope you enjoy Ohio. I did not, but that's Okay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. I know I get uh, I get going sometimes, so I appreciate (laughs) everyone listening to me.
1: Why I love having you on, my brother. And yes, (laughs) speedy recovery to Sean as well. He, you know, Sean update. He is doing well. He is fatigued. You know that kind of stuff. So we're we're giving him time off. He's going to relax and recuperate. And by the time he gets back, he's going to be better than ever. Better than ever, baby. That's right. So, uh, so for Jess, I'm Vince. This is IB Nation Sports Talk.